0: at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Major is taking the lead here. As they come into the final 16th, and it is going to be Mage to win the Kentucky Derby! Harden was fourth. Mage has done it in seconds under Javier Pestolino. Yeah. The beat guarded by Tatum. Left-hand dribble into the lane. At the dotted circle. Double teamed out to Harden. Three-point shot for the lead is good. Harden converts. 18 seconds to go. James Harden for three. He's got 42. Pulls up. Gets it out to Booker. Booker waiting on the distance. Four shots. Fourth Six to the clock. They're going to sham it in the corner for three. Landry Shazam, another triple for the Suggs, Landry Schama.
1: McNeely, a strikeout, a sacrifice, bunt, swings, fly ball, center field, back to the track, Spikerman leaps, and he caught it, he caught it, he, Snow Cone brought it back, Spikerman
0: brought it back from over the wall, he pulled to Pettis. Here's a 1 0 pitch from Straka. Popped up on the infield. Lions is under it. Makes the catch. The Sooner Sweep Bedlam. And Oklahoma wraps up the 23 conference season unblemished and champions. Woo! Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Get inside, get inside, take shelter. All
1: right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, May 8th, El Ocho de Mayo. T-Row in the morning showtime. Here on the ref, the home fans, we're bringing it local now. We're blasting it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Brought to you every day by the River Wind. A-Wanted Turkey Bacon with you. Big weekend in sports. I am back, baby, from West Virginia. Settling in for a beautiful day across the state. High of 87 and sunny today. I might have to do a little suntanning a little bit later today, TJ, uh, uh my legs are still pasty white pasty white i need to work on that a little bit glad uh, glad to be with you folks hope you had a great weekend we got stuff to discuss today baseball softball we had a kentucky derby we got more transfer portal stuff we got nba playoffs a whole kit and caboodle to discuss as we get your work week started and we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world Man, I miss him when it's the weekend. T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. He pulled a what? What'd you say? Good morning. He pulled a Pettis. Pettis. It's early. It's early. Yeah. All right. All right. Pettis. I'm with TJ. You now.
2: Good morning. Good morning, Hello! TJ. One other thing. Is that your yeah. child sleeping on a sidewalk? What's going on
1: this morning? (laughs) Did Jenny
2: post that somewhere? (laughs) This is a pile of blankets. I think your kid's under them somewhere. She is in line to get her
1: permit, take her permit test.
0: When are
2: we going to get this permit and thing, driver's license thing straightened out? You got people sleeping on sidewalks at 5.30 in the morning to make anything happen around here. It's been going on for two, three years now. I
1: don't know. It It is a good point you make. I... There's so many things in this world you can do with the click of a mouse. Right. Not that you should be able to get your driver's permit with the click of a mouse or, or license. We're not even there yet. We're just trying to get a permit. But, man, we make some things difficult in government. It's uh, it's not just you
2: guys. I I've heard so many parents that have kids your age or turning 16 to get their actual license, and they're like – Oh yeah, we've got to get up tomorrow and drive five counties over and sleep on yeah. the sidewalk at three in the morning. And I'm like, what? Like everybody, it's like <laughs> everybody's well, this, like getting up at five, four, five in the morning just to go get a permit or a
1: license. Come on. This is a lesson learned. This is take two for Chloe and Jenny. They went last week to a different uh place and Got there, you know, when it opened, like before it opened. which is what you would think you could do. It was 7 a.m., and they were like, well, we'll get there at 7, and and then, you know. And they were turned away. They are like, there's no way we're getting to you. The line is, you know, it looks like a roller coaster ride. So, this is take two. This is a different place, and they got there. They left the house at 4.30 this morning. Got there at 5, and they are number four in line. So, they feel good about it being able to get there
0: it's permit. like
2: every yeah. office too it doesn't matter what branch you go to it's like every single one yeah. of them you got to be there three hours before they open and i don't understand that one how are that many kids turning uh 16 and or got people just needing renewed i guess
1: i, I think th- they only do it certain days a week i don't think they, they do it every day
0: come on so
1: I think that's what the problem is. Yeah. It, it would be a much better process if you like if you took appointments. People knew, hey, mine is at two thirty. I come at two thirty today or whatever. But sure. no, it's it's an archaic system. There's no doubt about it. But you know. it's Good definitely luck to either Trump. It's Trump or Biden or Obama somebody, or maybe, maybe Ro- Stitt, one of the Roosevelt's. Ryan Walsh is probably somebody. Somebody really <laughs> screwed this up. Please don't start us out talking about <laughs> politics today.
2: I didn't mention their names. You did. Oh, that's. I right. just yeah. I just carried on. Good
1: morning, TJ. Hey. Oh, good morning. Hey. Hello. Good
2: morning. How are you today? Someone team? told me over the weekend you guys sound like uh, Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire when you do that. Thank you.
1: Thank you very <laughs> much. One of the great movies of all time. Did that one win an Academy Award? I should I have. Think it
2: did. Well, I maybe did. It did yeah. How are you today, Teach? I'm fine. I'm fine. Did you have a good weekend? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we did. We had a good weekend. Busy weekend, but a
1: good weekend. Yeah. Well, that's great. That is great. That's, that is great. Yeah. Uh, You had a baseball tournament I saw over the weekend, right? We did. Yeah. How did the Bananas do? Uh, We didn't play on the Bananas. He jumped
2: on oh. uh the Barons. So I guess they were the Banarons. Something like Boy, that. Boy,
1: he's quite the Rena player, isn't he? It's like, uh, he's like, he's uh, like, you know, a free agent. Mm, there's a few
2: of them, majority barons, but a few bananas, and then we had a more dog. I think he plays for the dogs and more. That's uh, the name, on,
1: not bulldogs or do- just, just dogs. The dogs with
2: a W WGS, oh, A okay. um, WGS. I, uh, yeah, they all jump together and then play in a tournament once a month or so or whatever it is. And, um,
1: what's so yeah. his fee? What's his, uh, free agent fee? Uh, his free agent tournament. fee
2: cost us this weekend, once it was split amongst the parents, $7. So it would cost us a whole $7 to play you in tournament. You had to pay $7. We had to pay $7, yes. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you should be charging people for Browns no, to be on their no, team. No, not
2: at all. Not at all. Um, two and two. Um, so did not win the tournament, but, um, uh, a couple That's of games Saturday, a couple form. of games uh, Sunday, yeah. Did it improve
1: their RPI? Uh,
2: it did. They're expected That's now good. to make the uh, postseason tournament with That's the NCAA. Good. Yeah. That's absolutely. What absolutely. <laughs> so, That's good. Yeah, no, we were there all, most of the weekend, and Brooks and Dunn on Friday night, so this is a busy oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, the
1: concert. How was mm-hmm. the concert?
2: Oh, the nachos were delicious beforehand. We shared some nachos at Toby so Keith's Bar weak. and Grill. So they were delicious. Weak. Uh, then we headed over to the Paycom Center. and Did you guys sit on the same side of the table? Uh, we did not, but here's the thing. This was a very different uh, demographic than what we yeah. normally are at at a country well, concert. I'm sure. Yeah. And there were a lot at Toby Keys sitting on the same— At some point— Late in life, there's a shift that happens. They weren't at <laughs> There's a shift that happens that you decide to sit on the same side of the booth. And I did notice that Friday night. I'm like, huh, a lot of them are sitting on the same side of the booth because they wanted to see the band that was playing up on the little stage at Toby Keys. Yeah, so sure. they, I had my back to the band. I can still hear the music. I didn't need to see them. Um, but a lot of them were sitting on the same side of the booth. I don't know why I didn't expect that. The guys we were going to see were in their you know, late 60s, early 70s. It shocked you? I, I walked into the arena, and I'm like, whoa,
0: I'm yeah. young
2: tonight, baby. Look at this. <laughs> I'm standing for a lot of the concert behind me. If you don't like
1: it, sorry. How many pee breaks did Brooks and Dunn have to take in the middle of the concert?
2: (laughs) I think a lot. We did get uh, concerned for Ronnie Dunn's health at some point within the concert. Uh, Kicks went pretty good. Kicks went pretty fast, pretty hard. Ronnie... By the end I'm like, Yeah, they're putting him on some IVs in the back. They had, and this so, is only the second night of the tour. I don't no know. No curtain getting,
1: call, please people. <laughs> no,
2: he's getting through the rest Ronnie of the tour. Ronnie needs to lay down. <laughs> Ronnie was Ronnie was struggling by the end of the night. And there was a couple of times several times throughout the night he forgot lyrics. And no, Ronnie. one time he got extremely mad at himself, you could tell, and wanted to oh, say boy. some four letter words and held it back, so did he say I'm done? They, they looked it looked like a couple of times get he wanted. Yeah, oh, I get it. Man. He wanted to say that. So. His name is done. Yes. See, how was Megan Moroney? I uh, did not make it in in time to see Megan Moroney. So No. I would have gone to see Megan Moroney and left. Well, we would have. But Toby does this thing where it's called a happy hour. And it ended at 7, and she went on at 7, and I'm like, oh that 12 bucks over there. We could just sit here and miss Megan Maroney and have a couple so more. So you guys
1: shared nachos, but <laughs> slurped down a case of beer. Not a case, but
2: a few. Mm-hmm. A few. So we got there in time for, we heard her, like you could hear. She maybe only played three songs. She went well, on long because we were in the arena pretty early, and she was done before we even got up to the second level there, so... Well,
1: all she's got is uh, Tennessee Orange, right? Yeah. I don't know what else she's got. She's pushed. got a, a new song, song
2: out, like something about being pretty or I'm not pretty or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, she didn't play very long, so... But then we went and saw Scotty McCreary good... and, and then oh, are yeah? done. so yeah.
1: Okay. That, that sounds like a good Scotty's
2: hit. one of those guys that he's got a lot of hits on the radio, and then you watch him and you're like, how are you a singer, man? You just look like an everyday dude, just... Mm-hmm. You're up there in front of him. Was you know, he on American Idol? He was one of the American Idol guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: okay.
2: Redheaded kid. He looks a little bit like uh, my new favorite uh, chef, uh, your guy you sent me over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Looks, looks a little like <laughs> he, him, but with red hair. Did you get caught in a wormhole watching him? Uh, several times this weekend. In fact, last night, Katie was off uh Telling Bronx goodnight and stuff, and I'm in the bedroom. She comes back to the bedroom and she's like, What are you watching? I'm like, Look at this dude. Watch this dude. He's about to make buffalo uh, egg rolls, buffalo chicken egg rolls. She's like, Would you turn that off? We got to finish Dateline.
1: <laughs> I can't figure out if he's 12 or 36. It's,
2: I, I text you. It's very creepy because he's a grown man, and I know he is by the way he talks, and I think he's a paramedic. Really? Yeah, I think that's what you he must does. must have researched. For him. I did research him a little bit, but I'm like looking at him and I'm like, "Katie, look at him. He looks. Uh, Bronx has had uh, uh, a friend since like preschool, like named Keegan. I'm like, he's like a weird grown Keegan, but looks like Keegan. <laughs> and I'm like, but his arms are what Here, I can't buddy. figure out. It's like he's got little dinosaur arms. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's crazy though. <laughs> what's his name uh barbecue with something uh jake barbecue with jake is uh, that
1: it I, I'm, try, I'm gonna try to find him i sent him to you right yes yes um hey, hey jake jake f, yeah jake
2: f hey everybody it's me <laughs> today we're gonna be making buffalo chicken egg rolls first you're gonna start out with it the looks egg rolls. like he
0: has a where did
2: my, where did my thing go? The one I was watching last there night, he go. had like all his spices piled behind him. He was like, everybody wants to know.
0: Hi. Hey, everybody.
2: You ever want to make burn-ins but didn't want to spend burn-in money? <laughs> today, we're going to
1: make some poor man's burn-ins.
2: <laughs> sausage. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're just making adequate sausage. Calm down. I like the
1: one where he's like, uh, today we're going to make hamburger steaks. Yes. Like, uh, what? You take this hamburger meat and you make it into a round circle. And then we're going to put it on the grill. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody.
2: Everybody always asking me, what kind of fella are you? So I'm just going to tell you today, I'm a good man. I'd like to he serve does. my community. i like to be a good family <laughs> man. And I like good spices. They're all piled up behind me. He's got sponsorships and stuff. I know. He's, he's, he's done his it right. These, all these, these guys, spices. All these
1: guys that pop up like this. Yeah. And you well, add some. Heath Riles. Sweet barbecue sauce from my friend Heath Riles. Heath Riles. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know who we're having on tomorrow uh three pieces of pecans oh is that tomorrow tomorrow. about that have you started following him
2: i've been following him for a while in fact i watched a couple of his videos last night he's the best man he made some uh oh some breakfast tacos on the griddle i think yesterday when
1: i was watching him chance cosby uh former ou golfer who uh is now a uh, well people know his family from southern hills and uh He's big boy. He's big time in the world of golf. Uh runs the 3M tournament over there in Phoenix, TJ, that the one where they got the the stadium par 3, you know, they go mm-hmm. it's usually the week of the Super Bowl where the fans are all going crazy. He runs that. He's also a very popular um well, not just on Instagram, but influencer I guess in cooking. And he sent me some info after I got in touch with him to come on the show about how many people follow him and stuff. It's unbelievable how many, you know, on, let's see. He has had 1.3 million views the last 30 days on his videos on Instagram. That's just Instagram, not counting TikTok and Twitter and everything else. So anyway, I I told him that we both have flat tops, and so we're going to need some sort of a recipe or something from him. In a di- we're going to talk some golf and some other stuff with him but we need some sort of a flat top recipe when he comes on tomorrow. The so thing to that say, drives me crazy nervous.
2: with him is he makes it look so easy and he's so oh, yeah. calm when he does it and I'm like I know it's not that easy
1: dude. <laughs> like he just and he he makes it look just as simple as can be on the video. I like it Instagram when they go uh, I like it when they go chop an onion and then they they hold an onion and the next thing <laughs> you they you they see just is see chopped and they're all chopped. <laughs> like, just
2: beautifully Han chopped. Hang on a second. That took a
1: while, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell him he needs to do some uh, poor man burn ins with Big Big Jake. I'll ask him if he's got a rivalry
1: with Big Jake. <laughs> Instagram rivalry. All right, uh, we, we, we are we going to take commercial breaks today? Or are we just going to? No, right we through? got we got wrapped Whatever. up in Big Jake. All right, we're underway on a Monday morning. Uh, you could be a part of the show. The Knippelmeyer Meyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. six five one three four three nine. We'll get after it next. Back after this.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show.
1: What? Hey, you like me now?
2: Uh, I thought you said McIntyre Law real weird. McIntyre Law. Your personal injury attorneys. McIntyreLaw.com. 405-917-5200. I thought you said McIntyre Law. Hey, like me now? McIntyre Law. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> McIntyre Law. Uh, <laughs> Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. That's what it is. <laughs> Got mm-hmm. that right. Uh, Gunny says, good morning, A1 and turkey bacon. Good I heard some guys say today is 420 days until we leave for the SEC. It's a
1: celebration, fellas. Hmm. All right.
2: It'll be 420. That, seems, Get it? Get that it? seems
1: farther away than I would hope. After my weekend in Morgantown, I'm ready for it to be tomorrow. <laughs>
2: We don't have to get to text. How was yesterday? Not, not the whole weekend.
1: How just how was yesterday? Way, way, we, we're going to spend a whole all second right, on this. All right. All right. Okay? <laughs> I'm not yet unfurious, so um, I need to calm down a little more.
2: It should be. I was actually mad yesterday knowing what was about to happen, and then you start the broadcast saying what you did and what I thought as well. It was beautiful Saturday. Anyway, we'll get into that. Incompetence later. is what it's ah, called, well. TJ. Uh, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Chico in Philly. Uh, the best stat that we've had in a while is that the 23 softball team lost one game all regular season and went undefeated in conference play. However, the one loss was to a conference opponent in a non conference game. That's an amazing stat.
1: Amazing. Uh, Baylor. Baylor got him, yeah. That gum Baylor. <laughs> How about that game on uh Saturday? Was it game was game two? Yeah, if we were uh
2: we were watching that the last few innings play out at Hideaway Pizza. And they got to that seventh inning, and I said to myself, oh, they're gonna win this game. Yeah, of course they the are. teams cannot close them out, man. It is <laughs> they controlled that thing throughout the whole game. They, OSU was dominant at that game. Um, and, and they had it. And I say, let's see. Let's see if you've got the uh, the mental capacity to shut them out and end this. And you just don't. Like, you can't do it. As soon as they get someone on, it is, it messes with the other team's mind so much, and you can see it coming, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, Draft. boom.
1: Here they come. Here they come. Yep.
2: It's just amazing. So
1: The uh, baseball team won a massive game on Saturday. Yes. And – for about 15 minutes they, <laughs> they were the toast they to were Twitter. the dogs they were the big dogs and then the softball team rallied in the seventh and completely forgotten about <laughs> I saw somebody there like what's everybody saying on social media and I was like nah they're all talking about the softball comeback nobody <laughs> nobody even knows you guys won today
2: Patty's <laughs> a very much Batty a- Batty was hey, like hold you know what? Hey, let's don't
1: let's don't score until baseball finishes winning. Okay? We don't want them to have any joy at all.
2: Um, I, I can't look at Scotty McCreary anymore. He looks too much like Lincoln Riley in his pictures, so I just can't. He does. He does look a lot like uh, Lincoln. A heavier set. He got a few more pounds on him than Lincoln, but uh, hmm. very similar. Like if it, Lincoln's faci- been eating really well. Very, the same haircut, same facial hair. They look. They do look a lot of light. Um, if Lincoln's been watching a little too much, Big Jake. Yes, that's right. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> right, want some burnt right, ends? Uh, are those poor poor man's burnt ends too low on the totem pole for an air fryer? Now he put those on the smoker. We gonna put yeah. these. It was it was acreage summer sausage. We gonna put this on the uh, uh on for about three hours at two hundred. I'm like three hours. It takes like thirty seconds in the
1: microwave. <laughs> I'm going to give you, a, for some reason, I have a a weakness. Like, I love a crock pot. Yes, you do. I love putting a food in a crock pot at 11 o'clock in the morning and not eating until 6 that night, and you can smell it all day. But for some reason, when somebody talks about putting food in a smoker for hours and hours, I'm like, that takes too long. I don't want to wait that long. Something about a smoker irritates me. I think it's because... I've never attempted it.
2: You've never attempted it. So we see these guys, and we're like, look at you, thinking you're great because you cook something on the smoker for five and a half hours at a certain temperature that you had it uh, perfect. And I don't know. It it just seems like a crock pot. You just throw the stuff in, and you turn it on low, and you walk away. So
1: Egg rolls.
2: (laughs) We took some buffalo chicken dip. We had a little extra smoked chicken to it to make it a little thicker. Stuffed our egg roll wrappers. We'll put the corners in water.
0: We'll roll them up and take them out to the fryer. It's
2: very creepy the way he puts the uh, water on his egg rolls. dude. <laughs> it's he's, like, he's like He's like staring at the camera. I'm like, ah, oh, I think you're trying to seduce me with your egg rolls right now. <laughs> uh, morning, gents. I always love the first hour. Y'all should start a regular segment and call it the recipe of the week.
1: All right. I don't hate that idea.
2: I cook a lot of the same things every week, though. I mean, there's only so many times I can talk about the uh, you know, the chicken I cook in the air fryer. So I'd have to like branch out and try something new every week. Uh, Toby and TJ, do you guys have any feel on whether the departures and projected arrivals in men's basketball are a net gain from a talent perspective? I like Porter, but I'm afraid uh, he's getting to put up or shut up stage at OU. That's Mike and Edmund.
1: My honest answer to that is the one guy that they've brought in that I have seen quite a bit of is Javian McCollum. And he is a tremendous basketball player.
2: They're the definitely other, more athletic.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. The other guys, I haven't seen a lot, but I can definitely tell you they have traded up in length and athleticism which they desperately needed to do. If they hadn't lost Jalen Hill, this would be an easy answer. The guys that they have brought in are, not, are better than the guys they have lost, easily better. But Jalen Hill throws a wrench into that because Jalen Hill was fantastic. I think we're going to have to play a little bit, TJ, to answer that question. You know, We're going to have to see soar's the kid at Oregon who was a starter for them, uh, the uh, I, Utah Valley, uh, Darthard, or Hard, however you say his name. We're going to have to see these guys play a little bit. It's kind of like Bama last year, you know. Bama had great stats, all conference, video highlights looked good, but when he got here, it just didn't work. Right. And not consistently, anyway. So – I don't think we can answer that question until we're into the season a bit next year. But undoubtedly they are more athletic than they were a year ago. So that's, and and McCollum has a chance to be a star. Like I think McCollum is the real deal. All right, break time, 6.33 in the morning. Toby and TJ with you back after this.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: I'm trying to cut some radio spots during commercial breaks today, TJ, and I use two different microphones. I use one to do this show, and I use another one for for that because it goes straight into my laptop. Write that down. Two microphones. Well, yeah, that's right. One goes into the, um, one's got a, you'll understand this. Probably most people understand this. One has a plug that goes into our, uh, tie line here. What is that called, TJ? What kind of a plug is that called? Oh, I, uh, uh <laughs> yes. Radio. It's a radio plug.
0: Radio.
1: The other one's a USB.
0: USB.
2: So anyway. You've got the USB. You've got me stuck in my head now on the other one. Um. I just started this segment. I
1: I was using the other microphone to do the uh, to do a spot during the break, and uh, we came back, and I'm you know starting. I I probably talked for 15 seconds. I was like, why can't I hear myself? And then I was like, oh, I'm using the wrong microphone, you idiot. (laughs) Anyway, I butchered a home run call yesterday. TJ, so mad at myself.
2: Were you listening first? Um, I was in and out of yesterday's (laughs) game. Thank you, TJ. I'm just saying, don't be too hard on yourself. It's not my first, but it's my first <laughs> in a long time. I don't think I was listening then. Or if, if I was, it didn't stand out to me. You know,
1: so, Bryce Madrin, who had an unbelievable weekend, this is like, I don't know, seventh inning, something like that. He hits a bomb to right, okay? And. It just It's a blast. He's already hit two home runs this weekend, and it's, it's a blast to right. And the right fielder, so you watch the ball, right? And then mm-hmm. you watch the outfielder. And he'll give you a pretty good idea of whether a, a ball's going to stay in the park or, you know, if he's back to the wall, he runs out of room, all that kind of stuff. So sure. I'm watching the ball. Ooh, that's a blast. I watch the right fielder. McNeely is his name. He turns – sprints to the wall jumps up on the wall with his arms hanging over looking into the bullpen waiting waiting for it to land okay he's run out of room he's jumped up on the wall he's kind of like it's, it's kind of hanging there on the wall just looking for it so i declare it's gone obviously it's gone the outfielder has given up on it third consecutive home run in as many days for Bryce Madrin you know I'm going into this beautiful award-winning home run call (laughs) and out of the corner of my eye I can see Eric Hollier kind of waving and I look at him and I look up and Madrin's sprinting from second to third and the ball's like rolling back toward the infield and I'm trying to feel like what's going on here there's a wall behind the a brick wall behind the bullpen that's behind the right field wall. I was like, that's the brick wall? And carry him all the way back onto the field? And Madrin stops at third, and I'm like, what happened? And it's a triple. And nobody's arguing. And I look at it again, and the ball hit off the top of the wall about 10 feet to the right of the outfielder. I don't know what he was thinking. Like, he could have maybe caught that ball. He was nowhere near it. Huh? He ran back. He hung on the fence. He thought it was gone, and then it hit off the wall about ten feet to his right, and he was like, "Oh crap! That didn't go out." And he, he had to just chasing lost a, it. I mean, he just lost it then, right? I'd guess. I don't, I don't know. know. But I—that's embarrassing when you're like, um, "I guess I just lied to everybody. That was not a home run. That was a <laughs> triple." What a what a amateur. It was a long day yesterday. A pretty. I got a great job, and any day calling a game is better than, you know, most other days doing anything else, okay? I'm not complaining. But in that world, that was a long, miserable day yesterday. So, And then you add a butchered home run call on top of it. I was not a happy camper yesterday.
2: We played a couple of games, sandwiched between what was the start of your game and then the break, and, uh... It got, like, two baseball games in. So, yeah, it was uh, it was weird. And like we kind of hinted at earlier, like, you had messaged me on Saturday talking about they're moving up the game, trying to beat Storms. And I started looking at things. I'm like, they're not beating anything. And then I was thinking, why aren't they playing two today? And then you brought it up yesterday that ridiculous that it wasn't like they knew what was coming on Sunday. They knew. They, they knew they weren't Everybody going to beat did. it. Yeah. I mean, uh, even with the way they used uh, uh, Jamie hit yesterday, they, Skip's like, I'm not rolling him out there. We're about to put the tarp on the field, you know? So it was just ridiculous.
1: It was complete shenanigans. Yeah, it absolutely by was. By Randy Mazey in West Virginia. I'm not in any way saying it cost Oklahoma a baseball game. No, not at all. No. But they absolutely butchered the weekend. From a West Virginia stand, standpoint, I would be upset if I'm a West Virginia fan. I had a couple of them coming at me on Twitter yesterday because I was complaining about it. And I, I you should be complaining about it, too. Like, they had the largest crowd in West Virginia baseball history there on Saturday. Largest crowd ever. 4,300 fans. Packed house. Beautiful day, TJ. 75 degrees, sunny, not a breath of wind, gorgeous day. Maybe the prettiest day I've ever seen in any of my visits to West Virginia. Places packed to the gills. They could have played two games yesterday. If you're worried about a gate, which I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure they wanted to be able to charge fans again on Sunday. Then play a day-night doubleheader start one of them at one o'clock, empty the place, start the next one at seven. Instead they came back the next day and they played in front of 14 fans with a three and a half hour rain delay. Everybody was there all day. It was dangerous at times. It was just stupid. Well you had guys with just mud caked in their cleats, couldn't throw
2: because they got trying to and then what they wouldn't let Skip bring the wire brush out for whatever reason. <laughs>
1: That was hilarious. I'm like, what's going on right now? OU is like, uh, w- once we got to Sunday, OU asked to play a doubleheader on Saturday and was denied. Seeing the weather, we got our own weather people. Now, like, listen, this is going to be a nightmare on Sunday. Let's let's play two today, like they did in Austin, you know? This is before they ever, you know, they this is before we ever won game one on Saturday. Nobody knew what was going to happen. They were just looking at the weather saying, Sunday's going to be a nightmare if we don't try to play two today. And West Virginia's like, nope. So we get to Sunday, and there's a giant storm system like 30, 40 minutes away, okay? It's coming. And OU is like, why don't we wait till after the rain, then we'll start the game. And West Virginia's like, nope, let's go ahead and start and play as much as we can. Well, they knew this is the shenanigans. West Virginia was going bullpen. They knew they were starting a guy that was not going to throw more than a couple innings. Sure. And they knew OU was starting Jamie hit, who has been great. And by playing a couple innings and then stopping for three hours, it was going to mess with them. So, okay, maybe that's gamesmanship and part of it. And if you can get an advantage, get it and all kinds of stuff, it's still borderline unethical, you know? And you're I still mean, putting kids out in the field
2: that could get injured due to the conditions. So... Your own guys, yeah,
1: in what is it, a great season that you're having. Once they did start playing, because of when they started, then OU was on the clock to have to get out of there because they have to start putting their pilots. Once they start playing the game, they got to put their pilots on notice, and once pilots are on notice, they run out of hours at a certain point. And it just became such a mess that was completely unavoidable. I Nothing to do with OU losing the game. Now West Virginia let's just dominated say they the game. They would have lost if they played game two on Saturday. I have no idea. This has nothing to do with that. It just was for professionals in a situation like that to handle it that poorly, it just was amateur hour. And I don't know. I mean, you and I, TJ, could have gotten together on Friday night looked at the forecast for Saturday and Sunday and said, well, this is easy. Well, <laughs> let's play two. And if you said, you know what, I really want to make more money, I would really like to play to be able to charge for two different games rather than just letting fans in twice for one price, which heaven forbid we do the fans a favor, right? But let's say West Virginia is hard up. And he's you say, Tobe, really, I need two gates, okay? I can't afford to play one. Okay, well, it's Saturday. Let's play one of them early. Let's play one of them late. They do it all the time in the bigs. People leave in between games. Maybe you don't get as big of a crowd for game two. Maybe they win game two and everybody says, I'm going to tailgate and come right back for game three. Right. Who knows? But you definitely play both games. In
2: perfect weather. So... Well, I like, like I said, you told me they were moving it up, and I started playing Weatherman, and I said, they're not getting this game in on Sunday. If not, they're having a huge no. delay. Yeah. So it wasn't hard and to we see did. on the just the forecast on the Weather Channel app, so it wasn't very hard to figure out.
1: Yeah. Well, it'll be our last trip to Morgantown. I like Morgantown. It's a beautiful city, but... We, it feels like every time we've gone there, we've dealt with something similar to that with the weather. They just they just jack around with the weather. I mean, they just like, that's ah, it's going to snow. Ah, it'll be okay. We'll play in a foot of snow. Don't worry about it. Break time, 6.49. As you can tell, TJ, I'm over it. I'm not, not upset absolutely. anymore. We'll be
0: back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to kref.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Suitor fans, here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page.
2: McIntyre Law brings to this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, personal injury attorney right here in Oklahoma. Over 250 million won for their clients. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. A uh, coach of a team on the field behind us may need McIntyre's help after his wife got a hold of him following their game yesterday. So, uh, what happened? Oh man, tournament world. You you see it in volleyball, but baseball is the same thing. But you got all these. Fields, you know, in this in this quad with you know screaming parents and kids yeah. and coaches, and like everybody completely over,
1: handling themselves properly over everyone.
2: Four games going on <laughs> now. There were three games going on at this point with three fields going. Hundreds of parents, all these kids, and all you hear everywhere is one coach. We
0: run, we run,
2: just. Mm-hmm screaming at a kid which i'm assuming we run we run we don't ever stop running okay the kid i guess i don't know i didn't i only turn around after he's yelling at the kid i don't care with the kid lollygagged a home plate what was going on if he got tagged out at home something happened at home and that coach lost it i mean lost it to where every every head in this area is like and then uh mama bear that field, I don't know. They weren't in our our so younger than us, I think. I think they were maybe a nine U or ten U uh, league, and uh, perhaps not. Maybe he was just they were just smaller kids. I don't know. You never can tell. Right now, there's like a six foot two kid will walk in. And they're like, oh, now he's ten. Like, what? Um, but Mama Bear was sitting in her lawn chair close to the coach and said something to Papa Bear, who was the coach yelling, and. And Papa Bear came over and had some word for Mama Bear. I think he was telling Mama Bear to stay in her place. And Mama Bear said, you better be quiet because I'm about to snap off on you. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't know. We were all like, whoa. <laughs> Tournament world, man. It is a – league can get that way, you know. Lee can get kind of dicey and stuff. But you get to those tournaments, man. And, oh, gosh. You got the teams that – you know, like us, we are just a team that was thrown together. A bunch of kids that don't even play together, just wanted to get a tournament in. Yeah. And then you've got the ones that are professionals that, you know, roll with their entourages and tents and it's uh it's intense. It's well, intense. you gotta run
1: when you're supposed to run, I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we, if you don't we run,
0: run! When you're we never to run,
1: stop running, The only right thing you can do at that point is to humiliate a child publicly in front of the whole world. That's really the only way to handle it. It's one of
2: those things, too, where I don't think he realized how loud he yelled until the spouse responded to him. And then he's angry of, why are you calling me out after I already realized how loud I am? Yeah, Yeah. so now I'm going to get louder with you. Uh it was so loud I started running. I just took off running. I didn't even know where I was running to. I just took <laughs> off on, everyone, let's run! Go, go, go! <laughs> uh Knippemeyer text line. <laughs> That's funny. Did the guy What's in the... <laughs> going? He's scared. <laughs> he just took off to his truck and left. Uh Toby, did the guy in the green poncho melt, float away, or did he come back?
1: No, he melted. He's gone. Uh that's funny. I I, po- I, I uh, did a little Twitter Q&A when, when we uh, i started this a few years ago when we have a rain delay, which sure maybe maybe one a year. I'll do a and a It helps me pass the time and sometimes some people enjoy it or not, but we have fun. Uh, but I took a picture. There was one guy who was just sitting out in the rain for hours, just sitting in the rain in a poncho green poncho. <laughs> And so I posted a picture of him, and then I went about doing something else. I looked up like a half hour later, and all that's there is the poncho. The guy is gone. It looked like he just melted, so I posted right. that. that. I don't like
2: when you have those rain delays and those questions, because then I start getting all these notifications, and I'm like, people, yeah. we're not doing the morning show right now. Quit asking <laughs> him questions about me.
1: Dr. Susan Walden, who listens regularly, follows us, all. You know, a faithful listener and fan, said, I believe you meant that he dissolved. Not melted. I was like, okay, Doc. (laughs) All right. It's not grammar hour. Thank you, Doc. Uh, Seven o'clock, hour two on a Monday coming up next.